Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. I am your host, Walker Brooks. Let's talk about this win against the Portland State Vikings. Congratulations, Cougar fans. You met the expectations. Your Cougars beat the Vikings by 20 points. 44-24. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy that the Cougs won. But this isn't supposed to be a shock. I mean, last week was a shock. We lost to Utah State after a fourth quarter lead. So, as much as I want to say I'm happy and I'm excited, which I am, you're just meeting expectations. You can't really get that excited about that. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Now, if we beat USC, that's when I get pumped. But I also have some concerns about play calling, but I'll get to that later on. I want to start positive. Jane Delora, who I have been, if you've listened to this podcast at all, extremely critical for the longest time for a multitude of reasons. But this was his most complete game, I want to say, in college so far. Very short. Six-game career, but he's been fantastic. He was accurate, didn't overthrow a lot of his receivers, which he did a lot last game. It felt like you could see that almost every play. He was overthrowing someone, getting a little too anxious, but he settled down. Maybe it helped because he knew he was going to be the starter heading into the game. That might have given him a confidence boost. He did a really good job avoiding and sensing pressure. And there were some plays, I think, that it helped maybe that Portland State's defenders weren't as athletic and big. They might have missed some tackles. I believe one of the keys to the success for Jane Delora in the second half was that Nick Rolovich opened up the offense with a more no-huddle, quick offensive tempo. This kept the Vikings on their heels, and Jane Delora was able to find a mix of wide receivers in that second half. Seven different players caught a pass from Jane Delora in this game. One of the nice surprises that I was not expecting, but I have to be on the lookout more for, is Deshaun Stribling getting involved. Five catches for 65 yards, very nice. Travell Harris and Calvin Jackson played very well, as expected, racking up nearly 160 yards combined and three touchdowns. Fantastic showing by the veteran wide receivers. We needed that to happen, and it happened. After last week, I have to say a couple of my fellow classmates were upset with the play calling, especially the lack of running by Max Borgie. So give us a listen. All of the audio sound bites that you hear today is provided courtesy of the WSU Athletic Department. Thank you for letting me use it. I think that was a brilliant play by Borgie, and I had 15 carries for 83 yards, which moved in the fourth place all time, tied with Sean B. Wright Fair, a running back who played in the 90s with 22 touchdowns. But Walker, didn't you say that? We didn't run the ball enough. That's true. We had 11 last week and 15 now. Not a big difference, but Dion McIntosh was amazing. He only had eight carries there for 64 yards, including a 16-yard touchdown. A bruising run. Here's the call in that play. And now McIntosh after a gain of 29 by Harris. McIntosh to the goal line and into the end zone. The Cougars score again. Even Nakia Watson, the Wisconsin transfer, had some decent garbage time production. I'm happy to see how he plays after Borgie graduates. Jane Delora was also involved, one of the leading rushers early in the game for the Cougars. And when he was sensing the, pr- the pressure, he made good decisions to run. He didn't just turn on the Jets for no reason. really happy with how Jaden Delora played in his feet and the offense played as a whole. And I, I want to play another clip. I, I know it's a bit long, 
but I think it really highlights the, how the defense played with an edge today. They haven't really played with that edge before. And, yeah, no, they, they played really well. It was complete. They gave us some garbage time, but not the end of the world. You had some backups in there, even third stringers, walk-ons from Alaska. It was great. I like when players get more a chance to play, but give it a listen. Now I want to put a little bow on this game. In the end, the garbage time is not horrible, but keep an eye on that when we play some high-quality opponents. Jalen Watson, our top quarterback, is injured. We have no update on that. Victor Gabalas, who I was very critical of Nick Rolovich when he came in the game in garbage time, was came in as a reward for a great week of practice in spring. Now to talk about the USC game, I have three people to watch out for, three players. Drake Jackson, number 99 on the defensive line for the Trojans, potential top 10 pick this year, and then the number one recruit heading into the season, Corey Foreman, who signed with his hometown team after flipping his commitment from Clemson, and then can't talk about the Trojans without talking about the quarterback, Keevan Slovis, Heisman hopeful. Ultimately, I'm fine with how this game went. I'm not blown away. I'm not super impressed. It was a good game. Not a lot of complaints, but as always... Go Cougs! Listen, I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want no, me to do you here? I, mean, I, make, I get him a prostitute? What 